What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morlang. And here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and still resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? Oh, man, that still sounds good, huh? Every time. Yeah. Lo- I mean, you love to hear right. it. It's all you right. Know? It's all right. <laughs> hey, I appreciate my skill at Mario Party, okay? I do what I got to do, but I make it happen. Yeah, well, how do you, how, how do you get? Oh, you got so the, the superstar was from Mario Party, but the mm-hmm. king of video games that was from Mario Golf, right? When you beat me, right. Mario Golf, yeah, right, yeah. And then so, superstar that's... was the first time I won in Mario Party, and then the still yeah. was when I beat you again, beat you down. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't learn my lesson, apparently. You sure don't. <laughs> Every time you always go, I got him, I got him this time, and then you have the nerve to talk trash. That's the best part. <laughs> I mean, you gotta talk trash. If you I don't mean, talk trash, I understand not, it. I do. It wouldn't be as satisfying for you, really. I do it just for you. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> and I just come and I smack you down. So I wanted to actually get the audio of Jim Ross saying he's beating him like a government mule. That's because much that's it. that's pretty much the way that he was getting spanked. I heard mm-hmm. all about it, and I mean, Garrett Garrett cried to me on the phone about it. You know, yeah, I yeah, mean, you heard gen- all about it because genuine tears. Because you're never around to actually be a part of it, unfortunately. Hey, so I, I was pow, pow, pow. okay. Okay. Also I joining us here in the virtual studio tonight <laughs> is the heavyweight podcasting champion of the world, JJ Purdom. Hey, it's good for me to be back in the studio again, guys. Great to it see you time. guys. About time. You know, uh, every once in a while, I'm going to try to show up, bring yeah. what I bring, and uh, kind of just leave it there. And Your hope that visit. you get. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Hophead in, in the chat says JJ's alive. <laughs> and then <laughs> we Yogurt were surprised Arch- too. Yogurt Archangel says sweet makeshift green screen, JJ. Hey, yeah. you don't even know. It looks really, really green <laughs> in person. I swear it does. We were, we were totally making fun of him before the show because we're like, dude, what's up with that weird sheet on your background? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, apparently it's a green screen. You got uh, look, it from this, like, okay, didn't you buy it okay. from like five below? You call you. I was on the okay. phone with you when oh, you bought it. From, hey, like, whoa, five okay. Below. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't just, need to tell everything. Them. You don't need to tell everything you know, Morlang, okay? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I bought this cheap green screen for five bucks from five <laughs> below, okay? And so I have a really good one, like very expensive, nice one that's coming. It's like, a hundred dollars. Six below. It's that's from ten and below, and it's Ooh. much nicer, much nicer. No, so this one, it's it's crap. It was just me trying to trying to get something. Uh, I know you guys have all heard. I have a wrestling podcast. It's called the <laughs> Suplex City Wrestling Podcast. Each and every week on Mondays, it drops. It is a phenomenal wrestling show, and uh, I'm the lead. I'm the host, and unlike Garrett, I show up on time when it's time to record. Whereas Garrett typically shows up, mm. what, what Adrian, was it 10 minutes late today? Somewhere around rolled, there, I, from what I understand, he was running, screaming. From a daddy long legs. Yeah. Yes, one, yes. one daddy long legs scares this dude to where he's 10 minutes late to the show. He showed up for the people who are watching, had pit stains <laughs> under, under his arms. It's dry now. That's how long They're we've been waiting now. for him They're to calm dry. down. They feel a little wet. I'm not going to lie. They still feel a little damp. <laughs> <laughs> he was here in a cold sweat telling us all about the endeavor. Uh, it got close to me. It almost climbed up my leg. <laughs> it's coming for me, dude. It's coming uh-huh. for me. Freaking Black Widow in my office. I don't mess with that. Don't mess with that. 
uh, hophead head, former, shameless plug. Former, 100%, former pest I'm, control right there. Yeah, former pest control. That's why I'm no longer pest control. Uh, yeah, JJ, I love how you just shamelessly plugged your your podcast. Just, you know, <laughs> right right there, snuck it in it's there. produced by the Super Gamer Boys. It is, Boys. It is you know. technically produced by Super Gamer Boys. It is, you know. The for one now, podcast, right? <laughs> the one podcast he can show up for. He'll make sure to be on time for that one. Well, but, well, we don't we don't record the show at midnight. You know, I mean that's a that's a thing. So you'd that's rather fair. us record at like five thirty in the morning when you're up having your uh, Metamucil and raisin bran. <laughs> <laughs> Metamucil. That's, <when> I... <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. That was good, Garrett. That was good. <laughs> You I'm on fire tonight, raisin I, I Man, face, you must be backed up, dude. I, I face grieve. death tonight, and I'm on fire. All right, that gets <laughs> that gets my creative juices flowing, it and it makes it makes me say funny things. So, I have a new a new view on life. You know, maybe I'm, we need to threaten you every week. This <laughs> life threatening black widows in my office. Adrian's here with a jar, just dumping spiders. <laughs> all right, well. Today, we're going to be talking about how Suicide Squad might be in trouble before it even releases, huge layoffs across the games industry, and Metal Gear voice actor teases something new. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash, Eddie Martin, and Kajoma01, and our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome, just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys where you can support us starting at just a buck a month. Uh, get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show, as well as uh, Adrian's uh, little show over there. He does Super Gamer Book Club. Did I already say that? I feel like I said that twice. I think you I may said have, that but it can I use all the said. help you can get. <laughs> yeah, go, go listen to it. It's a great <laughs> show. Um, you can get it uh, yeah, through Patreon right now. The new episode that's up is The Kingdom Hearts with K.K. Ryder and Angel. Um, that was a blast to record uh, up on the free feed. Say you're say you're interested. You're like, all right, Adrian. All right, Super Gamer Boys. Should I really support you over at Patreon? Well, if you like this show and you're unsure about Super Gamer Book Club, go check out the free feed. We got a bunch of episodes up over there you can listen to. And uh, right now, the free feed, the newest episode is Luigi's Mansion with Connor McCabe. That one came out mm. back in October. That was our kind of Spooky Gamer Boys episode that came out fantastic episode and upcoming uh this month might be a tad delayed uh with scheduling it's the more guests you have it gets harder to schedule things but uh chrono trigger with eddie and el chizo so make sure to uh you really should be supporting us just for that episode even if you don't listen to anything else listen to that episode i think it's gonna be good because talking uh, about all timer right here all time all timer to some to to most to most <laughs> uh but uh yeah so check it out patreon.com slash super boys we'll talk more about that later uh right now i want to give a shout out to jack sriracha and yate for allowing us to use their music on our show appreciate them very much and uh you should go support them by listening to their music over on spotify and apple music links to that are down in the show description below on here on youtube and podcast services all right it's now time to check the mail. Hey, what's up, man? It's Marvin the Mailman. How's it going, dude? Hey, I got I got like a couple. Um, <laughs> I got like a couple pieces of mail for you guys. Uh, Marvin, where's all, our? It's... Where's the original? Where's the, wasn't the Russian guy our mail our mail guy last time? Did he? No, no. You know what, man? He got bit by a damn dog, man. I don't play with no dogs. 
Oh, so what I, what okay, I do okay. is, um, anytime, anytime he, he uh, you know, he gets bit by a dog, man, I carry mace, man. I don't mess around with no damn dogs. Yeah. So whenever y'all need mail, you, you just hey. ask for Marvin, man. Hey, hey Marvin, uh, where, where, where are you from? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really hear people that look like you talk like that. That's, I'm just uh, curious. But Patterson, man, you ain't never heard of no Patterson? Oh, no, I have. Yes, it's, uh-huh. it's it's a subset of Oakland. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. So uh, yeah, I'll take we, the mail, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll take Just, the mail. Let's uh... so you're so you're aware the city of Oakland purchased large swaths of the town of Patterson, and then it was used for uh, Section Eight. That was uh, a small town in California, and all of a sudden, large portions of the town uh, started to house a lot of Section 8 people. And Marvin was my favorite mailman, by the way. And he was an Irish guy, just in case you guys were wondering. An Irish guy? That sounds like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Um, I know he wasn't. I know he he wasn't. No, he was black Irish. What the hell? Okay. Now, look, you you were maybe going to get away with it in the 1v4, but now, come on now. Um, Well, thanks, Marvin, for that. Yes, Marvin, the black Irish mailman. <laughs> uh, boy, uh, this first question comes to us from Sir Prince a lot, and they ask, what's the hardest part about doing podcasting? Uh, mm. Well, for I'll answer for JJ. For him, it's just showing up on time, you know? It's, Damn! It's, they're showing up at Dang. all. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's so that that is actually I wouldn't say showing up. Sometimes it's just it's hard to maneuver to maneuver life around. You know, the, the actual yeah. recording of it and stuff is <laughs> is one thing. But when you when you have a family and, and kids and a job and uh, stuff, it does make it hard. Hey, God, real quick. I just noticed in the chat. Hop ahead. It says, is this tall tales of JJ or what? I thought we got rid of this segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we got rid of that segment and was asked to stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, carry on. You were talking about scheduling. Uh, yeah, no. So it just, it's just hard <laughs> with scheduling just to be able to, sometimes it's running in from work, uh, cooking a meal, trying to spend a little bit of time with your kids and then going, oh my gosh, I have to wash a load of clothes for tomorrow. Oh, but I have the podcast in 15 minutes, you know? So it's sometimes just juggling to be able to make the podcast and try to make it a priority. So I hate to miss it as much as I do, but it it is hard sometimes because I'm two hours later than the guys in doing this recording. So it does make it really difficult when we get done sometimes at 11, 1130 uh, for me. It's hard for me to then have to get up at, at 530 in the morning to get to work. Yeah, totally. Um Sorry, real quick. We're having people saying they really can't hear you. Can you bump your audio up just a little bit? Not as you, you <clears throat> turned it down maybe a little too much. I don't know how you turned it okay. down. How Did, about right there? We're, we should be in a good level right there. Maybe okay, they can't well. hear them past the sad violin. <laughs> Dude, it is a sad violin. It's exactly what it is. It's like, please feel please feel sorry for me please. that I have, to, I have to work instead of being... <laughs> Independently wealthy and, and living in a shed like Garrett. <laughs> and afraid now, of daddy long legs. What? Sorry. Now they're making fun of the old man squint, JJ. <laughs> Every time uh, you look at your computer. <laughs> I can't <laughs> do it. 
<laughs> That's because if I wear my glasses, because I can't see like five feet in front of my face. If if I wear my glasses, the ring light is, shines off of them. So I know this is interesting pod. Let's tear apart the old guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. I do squint uh, so bad, too. Um, I think the hardest part for me is just the, uh, I don't know, this, this is, this is the, the amount of work, uh, especially for like, I'm kind of the sole editor for the most part and yeah, it's just a That's lot of work. self-inflicted by the way. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. I'm sure. I mean, do you trust JJ to edit a video? <laughs> hey, Hey, I've been doing really good on mine. I've, you know, I mean, for the most part. <laughs> I, I'm not uh, letting I'm not letting bits like Marvin the Mailman like float. You know what I mean? Like I know how to edit stuff out. <laughs> it's too late. That's in now. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's in. That's in. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's really it. Is and I mean, for most of the year, it's fine actually. But it's like when we do those special events, and it just like hits real hard. Like when we do uh, like Summer Game Fest and hopefully E3 this year. Uh, since that's coming back finally, uh, the end, uh, spooky gamer boys, stuff like that. It's just like, it just consumes my life. I have to tell my, my wife just, sorry, you're not going to see me for, well, at least with spooky gamer boys, it was about two months. She like didn't, I just locked myself in my office every night <laughs> doing editing, getting ready for that with all the D and D stuff we did. And, um, yeah, not to say it's I not mean, fun, we don't, like it's fun yeah. what we do and the contents of like comes out incredible, but doesn't make it not hard, you know. It's we can still do like something hard. different this year. We don't have to do eight different projects. We can do one no, big one and call it a day. We have to do more. We have to do more. <laughs> he was hoping for more. Then, I, then you, you can't have a sad violin too. You can't do that. <laughs> well, he literally asked, "What's the hardest thing?" So we're all. I'm hopeful. Hope, well, like we're hopefully all going to have sad, sad violin too, Adrian. Yeah, we're Adrian's all going to have like, sad violin. No, he asked hard. us. He wanted to know what the real behind the scenes hard things are. This is what it is. Like it's, it's hard to edit all the content that we have. So that's that's all there is. Uh, what about you, Adrian? Is there anything? Or are you just like cruising, cruising through this? Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> it's not something that's hard. It's it, it's something that we can continue to that we are continuing to work on and it's it's the growth i think would be the biggest challenge that we've been facing lately and that's yeah at the same time it has been something that has been increasing albeit it's been at a slow pace Mm -hmm. but you put that tweet out what earlier this month that had showed that some of our projects have gotten a ton of growth and a ton of new listeners and all that different kind of stuff uh since last year so yeah seeing that is you know uh encouraging but overall when i feel that our product uh that we make our 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 content i feel like is worthy of an audience that is bigger than we have but we don't have the platform that we should that Mm -hmm. does get a little discouraging but at the same time like i said I, I say it all the time. This is stuff. This is a conversation that, you know, the three of us would have had regardless if a thousand people were here or if nobody was here. So I'm fine with it. I get to talk about something I'm passionate about at the end of the day. But yeah, yeah. It, 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 and, and I'd be I'd be a liar if I said it. It does kind of like, you know, you seem like you're, you're, you're putting it out there. You're doing your A game all the time. And then 
not a whole lot comes back for it. But like I said, yeah. this is stuff we would have been talking about regardless. So totally. Yeah, but you I, know I, when I, you know when there's payback to that though. Uh, speaking of that, because I I agree hundred percent. Like there is like this effort that's put out there, and when you don't see the fruits of that right away, it does kind of sometimes get you discouraged and break your heart a little bit. You're like we're putting all this out there. It's awesome when you have somebody randomly hit you up that you've never heard of before that you don't know that is listening to the show and loves your content from, you know, uh, 3000 miles away or from mm -hmm. another country. It's pretty, it's pretty intense. And so that's really cool. It's like, I've, I've had people from the UK that have reached out to us and like the content, think that my stuff is silly and that like Garrett's super smart. And obviously Adrian is the cool one. And, but they, they love what we're doing. And so when that kind of stuff happens, that fills our tanks back up. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I think I, I definitely agree with you, Adrian. Like that's, it is hard at times. It, yeah. It's you're, you're both right. Like it's super refreshing and awesome. Like when someone's like, man, like that was so awesome. It was so great. You get like some random person on Twitter, share it. And you're like, Whoa, like that's crazy. Like they're big or something like that. Or they follow <laughs> our Twitter or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, it's definitely, I, I definitely feel like we should be bigger than we are. So here's a 2023 to really blow us up. So if you listen to our stuff, please share because yeah, I, I, I would love, love our stuff to get some more views, some more downloads, some more. Listens. All it takes is just that being in the right place at the right time for the right person to see it. And that's it taking off. Um, I do want to, yeah, I was uh, checking out the chat here and uh, uh, Hophead Ed comes in with content quality was fantastic in 2022. Looking forward to what you guys will do in 2023. So appreciate you, Eddie. We appreciate you a lot. Yeah, thanks, Ed. Um, he was talking to me. Con Garrett. Connor's here too. He says Garrett, proud of you Garrett, guys. he was so. talking to me. Oh, he's talking to you. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. Yeah. How could we be so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> all right. This uh, next question is also from Sir Prince a lot. He just says, who do y'all look up to in general? So I guess mm. it just in general, just in day-to-day -day life. Right everybody. Right? Everybody. <laughs> I'm 5'3". So like seriously – Everybody that I meet, I look up to. No, uh, somebody that I look up to tremendously, I don't know if you guys know who this is, Gary V is a guy who is an amazing content creator and is really big on the internet about teaching people how to blow their businesses up and make money. And I just, I love watching this guy's content on TikTok as he goes to yard sales and screws little old ladies out of figurines for $2 and then turns around and sells it for a thousand. He's a savage monster. And I'm like, I want to be like this guy. That doesn't and sound like a person that I would model myself yeah, after. I'm, I, I'm making it sound way worse than it is. But like, you gotta, you gotta listen to him talk about it afterwards. He's like, yeah, I could have like, you know, gave him a few more dollars, but I needed to cut their throat right now to prove a point, you know, and it's like amazing. Jeez, yeah. So I, I've, I've, I've seen and heard some of his content. Um, and I'm going to be completely honest. Like I can't stand him. Like he just runs me ah. the wrong way. Like he's less too, too intense for me. I know he probably has some fantastic things to say, but to me, I'm like, his personality rubs me the wrong way. And I'm like, Nope, I don't even want to listen to anything else you have to say. Cause you just seem like a jerk. <laughs> If that little old lady's house goes for sale, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to kick her out of it. 
But I'm glad I'm glad at least one of us on the podcast is listening to this stuff. Because like I said, I'm, gl- I'm sure he has fantastic stuff to say. So, JJ, if you can if you can bear even listening to him, that's great. Because then you can come to me and like kind of funnel down like the important points. And the then gr- like we can grow this. Thing, the nuggets. So. Yeah. It would me, probably be funnel stuff. up. It would be funnel up. Because remember, again, I look up to everybody. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, for me, I... Kojima, go ahead. Here we go. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Now he's struggling so hard right now, Adrian, to try to come up with somebody else. No, uh, I wasn't gonna. No, never. Um, no, I wasn't gonna say Kojima. I what? I, I wasn't. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, <laughs> I don't model my entire life after after a Japanese man I never met. Um, no, I I really look up to two people: uh, my dad and my father-in-law. Uh, I have I was blessed with both an awesome dad like two awesome dads both of like my my dad dad and then my my wife's dad um and uh yeah i don't know i know it probably does sound super cliche but i i know a lot of people uh don't have that they don't have good relationships with their dad so i was a super blessed with that to not only have grow up with one but then also uh, marry into an awesome family so i i do my best to model model my life after them with how i'm raising my family now and my kids and you know hard work ethic and all that it all comes from them so yeah get real okay folks right here at this part of the the show i want you to go ahead and pause the screen and then i want you to zoom in on the reflection in garrett's eye at this moment right now in this part of the video pause it look at the reflection in his eye if you zoom in there is two men with guns on him right now that are forcing him to say that so just go back and see that there you go. Oh, that didn't get... Conspiracy okay. theorist? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought you were going to go another way. I thought you were going to say, if you look in his eye, you can see a reflection of Kojima in the monitor, and that's who he's really talking <laughs> to. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm he's looking like, He's at like, I've been a father to me. <laughs> and my third dad, Hideo right. Kojima. <laughs> I've been blessed with three fathers in my life. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean... Your your dad actually is a really great dad, by the way. And I know he listens to this show, but uh, when I first met him, Adrian, I don't know if you ever met his dad or not, but his dad's an awesome dude. And when I met him, I told Garrett as I was about to walk in, I was like, so like, is your dad a hugger? And he's like, oh, God, no. And I'm like, oh, God, yes. And so (laughs) when I saw him, I was like. Yeah, come on, bring it in. And I, I do. He totally gave me a big hug, but it was like, it was so great. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make this man so uncomfortable if he's anything like Garrett, and then I'm gonna, I'm just gonna enjoy myself so much. Uh, but you got it. You got a good one, Garrett. Absolutely. Um. So I mean, the easy answer would be yeah, of course. You know, your dad. That that goes without saying. Um, and I feel like he already. I don't mean that disparagingly, Garrett. I mean, like, everybody who... Well, not everybody. A lot of people who have great dads are able to look up to their dad. Um, But I've had such a big circle, I guess, of immediate family that have contributed to, you know, the person who I am today. Um, And one that I don't talk a whole lot about is my uncle. Um, uh, He is a very big part of my personality. I feel like I've modeled a lot of my my personality 
uh, from him. He is one of the people who have raised me um, as well. Uh, my mom wouldn't agree that he did, but he did because I spent a lot of time with him. Uh, and I modeled a lot of my sense of humor um, behind him. So if people always say, oh, you know, he's really funny or, you know, X, Y, and Z about why I'm able to to speak the way I am and, and, and you know, have the my cadence of speech and my takes on stuff is a lot of processing stuff and, and learning from him uh, and how he you know, views the world and, and things like that. So, um, I really look up to him in that regard. Uh, and then, um, to bring it back to video games, um, this is a Japanese man who I have never met and, uh, unfortunately will never get to meet, um, which is, uh, Satoru Iwata. Um, I look up to Iwata very much. I think that he is one of the best, um, in the game industry that that has ever seen one of the best leaders that's ever been um, he is one of the very few who has actually worked on a game like worked on games for a, as a career for decades before going into the leadership role so he has that that knowledge of how things actually work he actually cares about the products that they make and mm-hmm. he has um, there if, if you read the book about him um, there are many different projects that owe their success to him. He saved a lot of different projects that people don't even know he worked on that would have never came out uh, if he didn't work on it, because that's just how good of a programmer he was. Wow. And of course, everybody likes to talk about when the, uh, the 3ds came out and it, and it essentially flopped and he took that pay cut so that he would, nobody would have to, uh, you know, be let go at the company. And that's just a really good sign of of good leadership to care about you know the people at the bottom when you're at the top um and i like to you know model my decision making around his philosophy of you know it doesn't matter where you are uh try to put yourself in other people's shoes and if you've been there then you can have a lot more empathy about you know what situations people are in so yeah Hmm. That's awesome. That was really cool. Yeah, I don't don't really know much about about him, but I I know a lot of people do kind of like look up to him or like see him as just like this just incredible figure in in the gaming sphere mm-hmm. um, for so many different reasons, and yeah, especially his kind of um, <clears throat> ability to uh, yeah, just how of a great leader he was. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't just a he didn't just run the company. He really cared about about the people so that's awesome cool thanks sir prince a lot for those questions uh a little more serious questions i know last week i I asked for some serious questions and then hey we got them so (laughs) thank you for that uh this next question comes from bumple smash and they ask if you could bring any game franchise or cancel title back with the original dev team what would it be i said it before the show and I, I stand by it. Halo. I would mm. give Halo back to Bungie. Um, or bring it back with them, I guess. So he's saying, like, bring it back to modern day, right? Like, they get to work on it from here on forward? That's what I assume. That's, that's, that's what I assume is, yeah, if it says bring any game franchise or cancel title back. So Okay. Um, 
So I mean, it makes me feel like it has to be either a franchise we haven't had a game in a long time or it's been canceled. But honestly, we could almost argue we haven't had a, a good Halo game in a long Bingo. time. <laughs> I was just going there. That's what I was going to say is give it back to Bungie. Yeah. We pretend 4, 5, and Infinite never happened, and we have them make <laughs> Halo 4. It's done. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good to me. That sounds good to me. Um, For me, I... I have, I have two answers. It was hard for me to decide. Uh, PT, obviously, would just be phenomenal if that was possible. Um, the other one was Star Wars 1313. Yes! <laughs> that, any little, like, snippets that we've ever gotten about that just sounded and looked so incredible, and it's so sad that we'll probably never see it. I hope one day we see, like, some form of it, at the very least. Like maybe Especially kinda, like, with Andor. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I could almost like spin that off into a game and do something very similar to that, which would be amazing. Because um, we've seen the, the the underbelly of the Star Wars world now, so maybe there yeah. is more gumption to greenlight it now. Yeah, that would be sick. I hope so. But yeah, so those are my two picks, PT and Star Wars 1313. I think it'd be sick. Bring those back. Solid. Okay, so funny enough, I actually have two picks as well. Mine is related to PT, as I was thinking Silent Hill. I really would love to see like an updated Silent Hill game, and Good I news. just is that, too bad is that you're dark? never on the show because uh... are you serious? <laughs> yeah, they're they're doing Man. a Silent Hill two remake. Silent Hill two remakes coming out. Oh, like, dude, like that's in awesome. And like a couple months, right? Or there's no release date. Man. It's sometime this no, year. No, it's I think. soon. Yeah. And then I need to start like watching th- the Super Gamer Boys. <laughs> and then there's like three other games they announced too. So there's a bunch of Silent Hill oh. stuff coming. Dude, that's so. amazing. Merry I've Christmas, been thinking JJ. Of, I, dude, I know. I've been thinking about this for so freaking long. And when I saw the question in the doc that you sent, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, dude, give me the Silent Hill game that I've been begging for for years. <laughs> there you uh, go. I just, I, I, it was high school when I played it hmm. uh, for the first time. So it was such a pivotal moment in my gaming memory. And so that's why I'm like, man, just give me those games right now. Uh, and then the other one is I, I want to see another uncharted game. I know the story could have been wrapped up the way that it was wrapped up, but there's something about that treasure hunting and that story with Nathan Drake that they could probably go with a different person in that role. It's gotta be Cassie. I think they did the uh, the Lost Legacy thing where it was the two women that mm-hmm. were doing it, and it was basically off of the, the Uncharted 4 skin. I never finished it. I didn't feel like there was much meat on the bone. So I played a little bit, and I just didn't... I wasn't challenged. Well, I mean, if they're going to do another mainline Uncharted game, it it's going to... Like, they already set it up to where it's going to be Cassie. Cassie Drake. So mm-hmm. Nate's probably going to be her Sully at this point then that would be amazing i'd be all about that yeah most likely but it's not gonna be uh naughty dog because i think they're they're done i think they've closed the book on it so that Hmm. just seems crazy though to give that to anyone else i couldn't imagine anybody else touching it santa monica might be able to do something good with it if anybody else could adrian you think you're onto something they're probably the only other devs that could actually do something really good with it Mm-hmm. Just based on what they've been able to do with their with their, IP. yeah, I feel like they want to work on a new IP though after Ragnarok. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're like, all right, let's do something. We've done. They got a war <laughs> and then got a war Ragnarok. Like, let's get out there and 
spread our creative legs again. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, this last question comes from good old Hophead Ed. Uh, and he writes in with a question that Adrian thinks we've gotten before. <laughs> but no I've, one really no one really knows because unfortunately we don't I don't keep track of the Mount Rushmore questions we get from Eddie. We, uh, <laughs> we've been doing this for four years. We've gotten we've gotten a good amount of them, you know, so it, it wouldn't surprise. Uh, so maybe this is a test to see if we actually have a real Mount Rushmore list or if we just fake it every episode and honestly. <laughs> We pretty much just wing it. We just fake it. Not, not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Uh, I just. I feel like I said Sephiroth last time. I know I did. Just, but what else could that be the answer to, except for Mount Rushmore villains? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So give me your Mount Rushmore of video game villains. Is is what it's asked. So we can give our 2023 list. There's our 2023 edition of our Mount Rushmore villains. Um, I have my list if you guys need a second. <laughs> Go ahead. I have Revolver Ocelot. Okay. Sephiroth. Bowser. And Andrew Ryan. Andrew Ryan. Mmm. I, I was struggling with a fourth one, and then like he popped in my head. I'm like, of course. Like that is like such an iconic villain from from bioshock so fantastic all right Purdom, what you got all right i'm gonna go bowser mm-hmm. while i was gonna say uh wario i almost said waluigi uh wario um is wario a villain it's hard i feel like i've <laughs> done this before too like that's that's funny i feel like this one it has been um i would say joker from the Arkham City games. Right. And then rounded out the environment from Last of Us. Huh, that's a complex okay. answer. Yeah, yeah. What what was the first one you said? Sorry, I missed it. I was laughing at the chat. <laughs> oh, uh w- Wario and uh Bowser. Okay, okay. Um yeah, I sorry, I totally <laughs> Hophead Ed is in the chat. He's like, I'm losing track of what I've asked. I could have, asked, <laughs> responding to you, Adrian, he's like, I could have asked Mount Rushmore of Edgelords and you would have said a Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that was it. Maybe that's, that's what it is. That could have been. That could have been. <laughs> <laughs> and then Yoga Archangel ch- chimes in and says, what game would you want to see Mount Rushmore in? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uncharted. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a question for another day. Yeah, I want a National Treasure video game. Dude, I'm in. I'm in. As long I mean, as we got to Nick Cage. Uncharted? Can we yes, have Uncharted? But, but, I, but you have to have Nick Cage though. Yeah, I want. I want a guest game. appearance from Nicholas you got, Cage. You gotta have like wacky Nick Cage. I said this was the last job. Get <laughs> a wacky Nick Cage, dude. That's what. That's what puts it over the top. Oh, brother. Oh, um. What happened to that Indiana Jones game that's supposed to be coming out? I don't know. Ask Xbox. They got a whole bunch of that going on over there. It's been 20 years since we've seen a game from Xbox. Ask right. Them. <laughs> uh, I mean, Ganondorf would be on mine for sure. I think that kind of goes without saying. Uh, man, you guys took all the like. I mean, easy you can say the same answers. one. That's fine. Well, I mean, I don't, we don't want to have three of the same re- sculpture. 
there's a there's a reason they're on the Mount Rushmore because they're iconic. So I mean, if you need to, this take, is fair. Like, uh, I would say uh, Glados. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's a, she was really good. Um, I'm trying to think if I want to put this one on there just to piss off Garrett. I'll throw Xehanort on there. Um, uh, is that your allergy medicine? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. The allergy medicine that kept killing you. Made you submit. Oh, man. Yeah. I uh, like he, he might be up there for me. <laughs> He's up there. Uh, and I'll say Ridley. Ooh, Ridley. Mm-hmm. See, it's a solid list. Look at us. Making it up on the fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that is it for mailbag questions this week. Remember, if you want to write in, you can hit us up on any social media services or join us over at Discord, supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Join us over there. We have fun hanging out during the week and uh, talking about video games. And uh, right now we're having fun with that uh, fantasy critic. Oof, feel bad for Kajoma with his Man, four, with his four spoken up. with his four spoken pick. Ooh, whoops. <laughs> uh he had a little too much faith in uh Square over there and uh bit him bit him in it's the It's a butt. gamble. It's a gamble with Square these days. Square soft, I wouldn't have blamed Kajoma. But Square Enix, it's a gamble. Uh breaking news, uh Hophead Ed hates Ridley. Wow. I don't know if like hate his... him because he's so hard to kill, or like you gotta you gotta you gotta elaborate yeah, on yeah, that we, one. We That's one of the hallmark like the char- all timers like the right character. there. <laughs> we might need some elaboration either here in the chat or at least on the Discord. This might need, need to be disrespecting a the space pirate <laughs> captain like that. Wow. Uh, all right, it is now time for the nerdy nudes. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. Mm-mm-mm. It's a shame we only get that once a year. (laughs) Every time that I'm on here, I'll do that for you guys. Uh, It's like freaking Haley's comment. I probably should just record. (laughs) You bastards. I should probably like record a clip of me doing it. So that way you have it evergreen and ever ready at all times. That's a good idea, actually. In case you pass away. I know you're getting old, so. Yeah, well, well, I'm almost Social Security age, so. Then you'll be raking it. Well, I guess you won't, huh? <laughs> no, I they, won't. They turn that off. <laughs> they turn that off, and I'm in Nebraska, so it's probably yeah. going to be less. I'm just saying. <laughs> Good thing you have a huge retirement saved up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do any of us? No. 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 Not at all. No. <laughs> but if I would have uh, been listening to Gary V when I was your guys' age, I would. No, you wouldn't. Not I'd these probably days. not. I don't, I don't, no, 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 no. They, they've no, already taken me. all of it because of I, that I, dead ceiling. I, I've listened to Dave Ramsey. <laughs> I don't. I and I still don't have retirement either. That was five years ago. So, according to him, I should be a millionaire by now. Beans um, and rice. <laughs> that's it. Beans and rice. Uh, that's the funny thing. That's all. That's all we do eat. And somehow, look where I'm at. I'm living in a shed. No. It's almost <laughs> like that stuff doesn't work for everybody. <laughs> Weird. All right. Well, this first news story comes to us from VGC, written by Andy Robinson. They write, leaked Suicide Squad image appears to confirm Battle Pass and more. 
A leaked Suicide Squad image has confirmed plans for service game elements such as a battle pass. The image, which originated on the 4chan forum, has been verified by a VJ VGC source is understood to originate from a recent test build and shows various menus planned for the Rocksteady co-op game. The battle pass and multiple currencies shown in the image have inspired debate on social media about how extensive the live service elements will be for the title. However, a development source told VGC that while a battle pass is planned for the game, it will be focused on cosmetic items such as skins. I mean, well, duh, what else would you put on? That's that's normally what's on a battle pass, kind of, you mm -hmm. know, in most cases. But That's not what they want. In addition, the various currencies shown at the top of the leaked image are understood to be XP used to power up and customize the skill trees of each anti-hero, effectively making them unique to the player. You don't start off debuffed and weak, VGC was told. You just start off great and can get ridiculous, like Arkham Knight's Batman. Um... Uh, Adrian's favorite of the Arkham series. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. The next game from the creators of Batman Arkham series is billed as a genre-bending action-adventure shooter set in an open-world metropolis. So, I that's actually the first. This article must have been updated, or I just didn't read all the way to the end because that's the first I've heard an explanation from the actual developers about what's going on. But even still, well, how do you guys? feel about this having even that much live games of service like influence because that's not what i was hoping for from rocksteady what a punch in the gut man yeah it seems like that's the way that every every game is trying to go at least all of these big games like that is they give the game to you for free or for very inexpensive this one isn't going to be free but it seems like there's all yeah. of this all of this money they're raking in on the back end. And I get it. It's it's capitalism. They're they're trying to make money on the thing, but it just to me it feels like it's like nickeling and diming. You pay fifty dollars, sixty dollars, seventy dollars. Seventy dollars now yeah, for a game and and then oh oh, by the way, if you want the next cool skin yeah, another ten or twenty mm -hmm. bucks for your the battle pass or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's just ridiculous. I I want no part in any of that. And I, you guys know my kids got all bit by the uh, Fortnite bug, so <laughs> right. that thing has just been slowly bloodletting me dry over the last you know five years. <laughs> I don't, that's why that's why I look like this. That's why I'm all wrinkled up. It's from just being yeah, that, bloodlet. That's it. All, yeah, that's it. Uh, I was looking forward to this game i really was you know rocksteady for them to just put out a stellar batman duology and i don't know just like they don't they don't miss right so mm -hmm. for them to take this long to finally put out their next title which it was going to be suicide which nobody was really expecting everybody was saying oh it's going to be uh, it's going to be Superman. It's going to be... Right. I even heard some people say it was going to be Turtles, which would have been awesome too. Um, but for them to put all this work into this only to find out it's, it's just another live service game. Like, during development, they had to have seen how bad Avengers was flopping. And they just decided, no, ours is going to be different. We're going to do it different. <laughs> That's what Avengers said about them themselves when when everybody when every other live service game was failing it doesn't work it, yeah. it 
there's like uh what maybe a two three percent chance that your game is going to take off if you do a live service it's not worth the risk just yeah, make the game and make packs make dlc packs everyone looks at the live service games and just sees dollar th- dollar signs and like oh yep we got to do this we're gonna make so much money but the problem is they like yeah you're exactly right like there's only been a couple games that actually nail it enough to actually make money the rest of them make up money initially at launch and then they fall off so quickly that the company is just like shuts down the servers you know like well rest in peace avengers like they're they're shutting stuff down soon right i think they're they're yeah. they're, they're, they're at least done developing more stuff for it like we're no we're washing our hands of this we're moving on from avengers yeah. and so it's like these companies they just assume like oh if we make it live service it's guaranteed to make money and it's like no you have to have a good game for it to make money and that's it's not just an automatic like you know uh golden goose there just popping out golden eggs for you so i don't know uh it i i was already very cold on this game i did not i was not excited about it any trailer they've ever showed just the vibe it gives off to me the feeling of it i'm like this is not like the humor isn't interesting to me the action doesn't look great i don't even like how the character models look like the look of the game is weird to me so then seeing this i'm like i have like negative interest now it was a zero now it's just like i am totally like it would take a lot to get me to pick up this game like it would have to be probably free on like the playstation plus or something like that honestly okay i got a quick hot take on it i'm i'm just curious what you guys think uh there was a time not so long ago when zombies were the hottest thing in the world right Mm -hmm. everybody was all about zombies walking dead every show was a derivative of walking dead or a parody of walking dead Mm -hmm. things like that right there was a good what 12 years of superhero games being really big marvel with all of the the avengers and everything else like blew up like crazy it feels like that's dead now it feels like that love for the superheroes that kind of went into the mainstream and not just the nerd culture i feel like that's over and it could just be me but it feels like there's been this glut of superhero stuff and since Avengers Infinity War, people like me who were a little more casual and weren't so nutty. I loved the Avengers movies. I loved all of them. I have not watched any really since, since Endgame. Since Endgame, yeah. I think I said Infinity, but right. yeah. But since, knew, since yeah, Endgame. Yeah, we, yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, since Endgame. I mean, and I, I don't think I'm the... I don't think that I'm unusual in that way. I think that a lot of people lost interest when it was yeah. like, hey, that story has been told now. And we went through, what, 13, 15 movies or whatever it was. There was mm-hmm. a crap ton of movies that led to that. And now it just feels like that popularity has kind of waned and that we're not in that phase anymore where people are really into superhero I, movies. And there's a glut so, of those games. I actually kind of agree with you there. I Because I kind of feel the same way. After Endgame, like it used to be every Marvel movie like I was seeing in theaters. I got to see it. I think I've seen maybe two since then. Maybe. Like, I know I saw Spider-Man, and I don't even know if I've seen any other Marvel movie in theater since then. And then on t- and even, like, the shows. Like, we're just catching up on Miss Marvel now. We've been watching that. I like, guess why I didn't watch the second episode of Last of Us last night because my wife was was like, oh, let's watch the next Miss Marvel, which we're actually really enjoying. It's great. Uh, we all also are loving it because uh, I mentioned it before, like, 
a long time on the show, but um, my okay, wife. Okay, stop the gr- stop the film right now. Look into the center of his eye right now. Same thing. His wife is standing right now, holding a gun on him. Like, come on, Garrett. Just, you guys uh, just look look in the video. You'll see. Yeah, look in the video. No, she grew up in Pakistan. So when they go there, I'm like, like she got like, got all excited and like you know when the family is Pakistani, like she's understanding the Urdu and stuff. It's like kind of crazy. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> so crazy to actually know what's going on here. Um, but yeah, like, but just falling off that Marvel train. Like I I'm there. I feel like I'm there. Like I feel like I I. There's still like the feel like I need to watch the movies, but I don't necessarily want to, if that makes sense. I just watched Thor Rat or whatever the new Thor movie was like a couple weeks ago. Love and Thunder. Yeah, like I'm so behind. I haven't seen Eternals. I haven't seen like there's actually like seen the new Black Panther. Like I'm so behind and I feel like it's like I don't really want to. So you're not you're not alone, JJ. Like I think you're right. I think there's has been a lot of drop off. But and and you are correct. Um, I feel like. The people who are dropping off, and I don't know if it's true for you two, but I don't think that the same people who are watching the Marvel movies are the same ones who are actually interested in, like, the lore of the whole thing, hardcore, if that makes sense, right? Like, Iron Man, for a lot of people, was a character that was introduced to them on the screen. And the same goes with most of the other characters, I'd say, probably outside of Spider-Man, right? So for a lot of people, those are movie characters to them. They're not comic book characters. So when that story wraps up with the characters they were introduced to, that's pretty much where they're like, all right, story's been told. But for people who are into the source material, you know that basically what they've shown in those 15 Marvel movies is like this like like a like a, a grain of sand as far as the the world the universe lore at large right so for people who are like me who have been reading comics for you know at this point decades i just saw that as the end of okay this run this is over now we're starting a new run cuz that's what comics do is they only go for so many issues and then they end that story arc and then they start a new story arc and they started for another set of issues. And I think for me, viewing it that way, I'm still excited for all the stuff that's coming out now because it just feels like another run for me from from different people than the original one. So. Yes, there's been drop off from the people who are attached to the movies and, and the characters, but I don't think. The people who are into the 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 lore of it, I think they're still there, and I think that's why Marvel is still making stuff because somebody's watching it, right? So, yeah, hmm. can't yeah, say the I same just... for DC. Their stuff is garbo. So, so yeah. DC also crested the wave of of the popularity with the comic book stuff, and yeah, the, but they never the even films... got there. It was all bad. Yeah, no, no, no. The film the films have been really not good, but. Keep in mind, on a smaller scale, on the small screen, uh, the CW network had a lot of really great success with shows like The Flash and Arrow in mm-hmm. the Arrowverse. And from there, there was a point in time not long ago that the CW uh, the television station had nothing but a crap ton of comic book shows yeah, on, on their yeah, airwaves. DC it was shows. all of the DC stuff. 
And um, and then all of a sudden, the popularity from the Marvel movies dropped off because the mainstream wasn't watching it the same way. Yes, the hardcore is like you're saying, Adrian, but the mainstream popularity kind of waned a little bit. Mm-hmm. And thus, you saw that trickle down to those DC shows where they started getting the axe. And then finally, recently, um, The Flash was told that they, they were going to have their last last season. And, and that's been a very, very popular show for them. Yeah, I just it is interesting, though, though, like, so, yeah, with the drop off with just in, in general, you're right. There's definitely still specific groups, but in general, there's been a little bit of a dip in superhero stuff. I'm curious between the battle pass and being it being a suicide squad, which already has a bad flavor in people's mouths. Like, yeah, they had the, the good second movie, but the first one people still hang on to a lot. Like, oh, yeah, I don't the, know, second, a, or the first one was awful. The second one. Ruled. Yeah. Yeah. But there's just so much wrapped up like around that's this game is tangled in so much mess um and like kind of just uncertainty that i'm a curious battle pass how, does not help battle pass does not help like i really wonder what the heck launch is going to be like for this thing um do we have any release date for this is it um, supposed it to probably, be this year from what probably, i understand yeah it probably says in the article let me see uh may 26 that's what it is so we'll see we'll see just a few months away uh, this next news story uh, is it's kind of two news stories. So I'm going to kind of smush them together here. But there's been major layoffs in the games industry. Oh, uh, man, that's putting yeah. it lightly. Yeah. Um, Eddie McCooch over at GameSpot uh, wrote last week, Microsoft lays off 10,000 people. Cuts reportedly include Xbox and Bethesda. Uh, Microsoft is cutting more jobs this week with CEO Satya Nadella confirming 10,000 layoffs during what the executive described as times of significant change. The job losses reportedly affect people at Xbox and Bethesda in addition to Microsoft's wider teams at large. In a memo to staff, Nadella said 10,000 layoffs, which amount to less than 5% of the company's total workforce of more than 220,000, will take place beginning today, January 18th, through the end of its third quarter of fiscal year 2023. According to New York Times, Microsoft hired more than 75,000 people since 2019 to help meet demand for the growing interest in online services and cloud computing due to the, due to the onset of the pandemic. Um, it just goes on and on about more business stuff that we don't really necessarily care about or you, you can go and read about if you really care about. But... Um, yeah, so not obviously not all 10,000 are from Xbox and Bethesda, but from what estimates I saw, it was a good chunk of them. Mm-hmm. Like a few a few thousand of that were from like the gaming sphere, which seems so wild when they're struggling to put stuff out and they're like, "Hey, we need to we need to cut back." It's like maybe if you put a game out, you'd have money and you wouldn't need to cut back. <laughs> I don't know. And now Bingo. that you're cutting back, what's going to happen is now those teams are probably even more stressed out because there's more the same amount of work and less people doing it <laughs> like i don't it, know there that could that could be totally true but is there also the possibility that they bit off more than they can chew that they bought too many developers all at once in this oh, in this yeah. that's absolutely it yeah they they had this effort to monopolize uh, all of these devs so that they could like you know really pump stuff into game pass but it's like okay now you don't have any foresight to be able to watch over all of them there's just too many so maybe they're just shrinking the team up 
so they can keep their eyes on some of the big ones. Yeah. I mean, but either way, like, it just seems so bizarre that even with, whether with the big team, like, you'd think they'd be able to get things done quicker. Maybe not necessarily more efficiently, because you're right, there's more people to manage, but it's just bizarre that they haven't put out a, a game in so long, or a quality game in so long, and then they're like, oh, you know what, It's let's get rid of people. But um, either way, whether whether the intention, like, to help the company was is good there... It still sucks for those people who got who got let go. So Absolutely. yeah, sorry, sorry to those folks, and I really hope they they land on their feet. I know a lot of game studios were like Naughty Dog. I saw them right away. Like, hey, anyone who just got fired, like, hit us up. Like, we're hiring for games right now. I was like, imagine flipping from yeah Sony to over to, or Xbox over to Sony. Pretty pretty crazy. But I'm going um, where the money is. Okay. Yeah. Right. I got uh, this, this <laughs> second news story comes from James Batchelor over at gamesindustry.biz. Uh, and he writes, GameSpot and Giant Bomb latest affected a wave of media layoffs. So over the last few months, there's been huge layoffs and like IGN let a bunch of people go. Um, there's a bunch of other ones. I uh, Kotaku, I think, laid off some. Or no, not Kotaku. I don't know. There's been quite a few over the last few months. Anyways... Giant Bomb and GameSpot got hit big time, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, there was uh, apparently some 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 big some big dogs over there at GameSpot and, and Giant Bomb, which is horrible. Um, and it's brought up this huge conversation in in the games, like the news industry over there. Like, man, how uh, just about how viable it really is to to have that. Like, it's one of those things where it's so necessary like for games to have like a news cycle and to be like to get the word out and have reviews and all this stuff but especially so... with online you can't you can't just have game informer magazine you can't have egm anymore because people get all their news online now right but it's just so crazy to me that despite that like they still just treat <laughs> treat the industry and the employees who are in it like garbage like they just get this is this drag through, drag through the mud I mean, it's as often as this happened, it's not surprising anymore. But in, I don't know. It's just you think there would just be more. I don't know, more respect for it or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on this and in in kind of what's going on over there. But I didn't really have much more to say other than this is this is sad that it keeps happening. Like all these big companies too that you think are doing great doing fine and it's like yeah with ign announcing a bunch of stuff g4 getting shut down GameSpot and giant bomb getting hit it's like man these are like big dogs and they're losing like what is happening uh i mean and it's not just it's that's the thing it's not just games right it seems like a lot of tech a lot of electronic focused companies are losing a lot of employees uh and i think it's just because it's, it's a tidal wave, right? One of them saw they could do it, so the rest of them are like, yeah, we can cut costs. So Facebook let go of people. Um, Google let go of people. Yeah, Google. Um, and uh, it's just, I don't know where these companies are losing money because it seems like technology or tech companies are making more than they ever have. Uh, so it's odd that a lot of them are, are pulling such extreme measures. Um, but bringing it back to gaming related and i don't know if i mean we'll find out on wednesday of course to see if anything uh has changed um but it honestly is making me a little nervous for xbox Mm. 
that they had to. I, I know all 10,000 weren't from Xbox, of course, but the fact that they had to see such an amount of layoffs, it makes me concerned. Um, what what is going on over there that we have to consider and implement such drastic measures as as layoffs of that that caliber? Um, I think JJ is absolutely correct. And they they have too much. They have too much on their plate. Yeah. Too much dip on the chip. Well, and you know, I like that analogy of the too much dip on the chip. Although I like that. I would actually eat the chip with too much dip on it. But think about it like this. I can go into the kitchen right now and make one or two really killer killer ass sandwiches. Or I can make fifty or a hundred sandwiches that are gonna like lose quality. And they're just going to be a bunch of like, you know, peanut butter and jelly or like meat and cheese, but I didn't like season it up or do anything cool to it. It's like mass producing stuff and they've got too much stuff going on at Xbox. I I appreciate what they're trying to do and what they Mm -hmm. they're trying to compete with Sony. Sony has had the market as being the leader in video games for quite some time. And they actually were doing so good for the for the gamer that like gamers were going to Xbox in mass of this generation the series S was more inexpensive uh game pass is absolutely fantastic so yeah. they had won a lot of goodwill in the gaming mm-hmm. community including myself and Garrett who had never really been Xbox guys but you can't beat the quality of what game pass is and what they're doing but it just feels like they are biting off a lot more than they can chew and they were they were trying to do too much at once i say stick in your lane perfect what you're doing and once you've got that stuff perfected then you can grow i agree with you majority of it but i also when you said that uh there's not much that can compete with game pass um, the biggest thing that can compete with Game Pass is a very quality, a very high quality exclusive title. And that so far is what Sony has that Xbox does not. Right. Um, and we all agree here that Xbox is a fantastic service. Uh, it gives us, you know, a, a huge range of, of titles to play from, but there has to be and and i know this sounds weird with how much is on game pass but there has to be the other element there has to be more there has to be a reason why i would pick an xbox platform when i can buy the the game on both consoles right that's that's the thing because you're giving me the option to buy the game over here and i get games that are only here versus okay i'm 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 doing a smorgasbord over here but none of these games are like things that I can only get here, right? Like if I ever want to leave Game Pass, I can just do that because I can still get these games elsewhere. The difference between the, uh, the difference between Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and Golden Corral, right? <laughs> Don't besmirch Golden Corral, Garrett. That's a fine establishment. <laughs> it's, it's for analogy's sake. I appreciate a good run to the Golden Corral every now and again. Okay, okay. But yeah, um, and that that's the big thing is they, and like I said, that's why I said I hope we'll find something different. I hope they're able to to you know 
put these fears to rest, but this news especially does not paint a very good picture for the next, I'll say the immediate future of Xbox. Yeah. 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 I'll be interested to see. Yeah. Wednesday is their big thing. We talked about it last week. They're doing their developer connect or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, direct, uh, direct. developer direct. Uh, connect. Why don't from, they do that? Developer connect. Yeah. It makes more sense than stealing from Nintendo, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so that's that's coming Wednesday. So it'll be interesting to see what gets announced, what happens there. But um, and yeah, the quality of these games. That's what we just keep an eye on. That's what we're keeping an eye on now. It's like, all right, supposedly games are coming out this year. We cross our fingers. Yeah, that, that, um, that's what they said since the 2020. Quality. Yeah, let's watch that quality. And you know, if there's if there's issues, then I mean, we kind of know. We why like we have a we have a, yeah we kind of have a good idea of probably why that's happening but all right this last news story is uh, just a fun one just a fun one I threw it in there because you guys know I can't not talk about Metal Gear uh, so oops I just accidentally clicked on an ad and now I'm buying Persona Three so good choice <laughs> there we go you're welcome um, glad to hear it <laughs> Metal Gear voice actor Quentin Flynn. Teases upcoming announcements for the series. This is written by Kelsey Rayner over at VG247. Um, rumors of a Metal Gear Solid announcement have been rampant, and they show no signs whatsoever of slowing down. As is typical, uh, typically the case with Konami, there's been radio silence on the topic of whether we'll be, we'll be seeing a new Metal Gear game anytime soon. That said, Konami did recently revive Silent Hill, announcing that a remake of the cult classic 2 is on the way from Bluebird Team. Uh, this goes to show that Konami is finally appreciating one of its prolific series it has tucked under its belt. But will Konami show the same affections towards Metal Gear? Well, there's been plenty of speculation that the company might do just that. Additionally, as of today, the voice actor behind Metal Gear's Raiden took to Twitter to fuel rumors further. Quentin Flynn, the voice of Raiden in multiple Metal Gear Solid titles, was promoting his cameo on Twitter when one user responded, reminding him that Metal Gear Rising's 10th anniversary is next month. The second user then speculates a sequel to the game being shown off at a possible Metal Gear showcase to which Flynn responds, stay tuned for things to be announced. So, so yeah, that's what the, the guy tweeted back, said perhaps a Metal Gear Rising 2 along with the rest of the upcoming Metal Gear showcase might just make it. And then, uh, of course, Quentin kind of stoking the fire there. So... We don't have much more to go on. I also don't know what the Metal Gear showcase you're talking about. I know I know it's been rumored for a long time that Konami's going to do a showcase similar to like what um, they did with Silent Hill, where they showed off a bunch of Silent Hill stuff. So I guess that's that's the dream and the hope is that Konami will do the same thing they do with Silent Hill this mm-hmm. year. We'll see. Uh, is yet to be seen. Um, I I don't know why we would ever want a Metal Gear Rising 2 because the first game, <laughs> Rising Revengeance, was not good, nor is it even canon. So why give us... Dis- That's not what I heard. What? I heard it was canon. No, it's not canon. I Kojima said... Hold Kojima on. Kojima texted you? You got it in your DMs? I got it right here. Hold on. Prove it. Let me um, see here. Either whether it's canon or not, it's the worst of the worst. Kojima didn't have a par hand in it, from what I understand, right? He oversaw the production, though. He kind of oversaw it, but I mean, it was directed and produced and written by like completely different people. 
Uh, it's a bad game. So if, if that's what gets announced as a sequel to Rising or Vengeance, oh, I would be so, so sad. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the fact that Quentin Flynn is involved or at least knows about it, it unfortunately could either be that or we've been thinking they're going to do an HD remaster of the first one. Maybe if they're coming out with an HD remaster remake of the second one, maybe they're going right to Metal Gear Solid 2 and remaking that. So this is my theory. Bloober team, though, of all people? No, no, no. Bloober is working on Silent Hill. It's not with Oh, Bloober. oh, oh. I'm that was sorry. just I referencing. No, no, yeah. That was referencing Silent Hill 2 being remade by Bloober. Um, we don't know who's going to do anything with Metal Gear, but. It's got to be Bluepoint, right? They've been quiet too long. That's that's what we thought. I mean, they put out that tweet before Christmas. We thought we were getting something Christmas Day. I did. I was ready to open up my Christmas present from Bluepoint, but <laughs> nothing. They didn't give me nothing. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but maybe Metal Gear Solid 2 remake? I don't know. I think they should start with number that's, one. But I was going to say, that's interesting. You know what? Yeah. A lot of the rumors have been that it's going to be two. It's going to be three. It's going to be, you know. Why? What is so off-putting about one that they don't want to do one over? Yeah, I don't know. Because I think one that would be fantastic. Like, I would love it. Yeah, start one, with, but... go one by one. Yeah. That's what Capcom's doing with Resident Evil. Yeah, it's killing it. Although, yeah. if well, you notice, well, but Resident, Resident Evil, Evil skipped one. It skipped one. Silent Hill skipped one. Like everyone's, Resident everyone's... Evil didn't skip one. Zero was one that that was on GameCube. That was the remake. Uh, well, then te- by that, technically, you could say Metal Gear One's been re- remade too because they have twin snakes on GameCube as well. <laughs> I mean, fair. Which was a bad remake. It was bad. <laughs> but. Uh... I don't know. I guess you can't. But if Kojima doesn't, I mean, if Konami does, doesn't count it as like, this is the first in our remake series, then I don't think it counts. But Resident Evil, that remake, they're counting that as the as number one remake because it's been ported. Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. That's true. Yeah, well, stay tuned for that. We'll definitely be talking about it here if anything does get announced. Uh, but uh, now I think it is time for our Patreon ad. This is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us over there starting at just a buck a month to get those episodes early and ad-free, such as this show and Super Gamer Book Club hosted by Adrian. Uh, be sure to go check it out over there. Just starting at just a buck, get episodes early and ad-free. Five bucks, you can get uh, show notes of the, of the episodes. Man, I love how everyone just left. I'm just here alone. I don't even have to do the ad, really. I could just go on about whatever and... Hey, for you audio listeners, Adrian and JJ just left. Um, anyways, five bucks. You can get the show notes ahead of time. You'll know what we're going to talk about in the show. And you can leave your own questions, comments, concerns, whatever you want uh, on the actual Word doc itself that we use for the show. Uh, we can see those comments there. You can leave a comment right on the doc. And that way, if you have thoughts on the news story, you want to answer the listener questions, or you want to chime in with what you're playing, write it in. And then, uh, yeah, we would love to be able to share that on the air if you want to hear uh, give your thoughts and uh, kind of start discussion amongst us, you know. Uh, Ten bucks a month, you can be a Super Gamer sponsor, get shout-outs on the show, uh, as well as all the previous perks. And then the big dog $15 tier, you can be a Super Gamer producer, where uh, you can get all those previous perks and 
pitch a segment for the show, kind of have general behind the scenes knowledge. Um, I don't know. It's it's I'm going to be honest. It's a loosey goosey tier, but uh, we have some awesome producers who have both contributed to the show and show segments as well as, uh, yeah, been guest on the show. So it's one of those where if you, you love what we do, really want to help us out, think about supporting us up there. We'd very much appreciate it. We love all of our Patreon supporters. And uh, yeah, we'd love it if you joined us, too. You can also subscribe over... I don't know why I said that word weird. You can subscribe <laughs> over at <laughs> twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys. Uh, remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you can link your Amazon account to your Twitch account and uh, with Prime Gaming and subscribe for free with your Prime Gaming sub. You get one each and every month. Cost you $0. We get 5 bucks. So think about tossing that our way. We'd very much appreciate it. And lastly, if you want to help support the show, go over to w.gg where you can... Uh, use our code SGB to get 10% off. I think that's what it is. I, I don't know why I'm questioning myself now. Yeah, 10% off. Um, and uh, uh, you buy stuff off the store, get 10% off, and we get a kickback from that. So uh, think about heading over there. If you're looking for energy, that is uh, no crash, no sugar, gluten-free, and uh, contains neurofactor ingredients, which help your, uh, your brain process uh processes to i'm waiting for it i'm waiting for jj to, to chime okay. in here uh, <laughs> uh yeah help, help your brain function on a higher level think about supporting us over at w.gg yeah they do code sgb <laughs> i was um, actually being really well behaved because I, I don't want anybody to go and drink dubby and then ended up having the greatest erections of their entire lives okay based right. on what I'm just saying, like that. It's a scientific. He's speaking science right now. Let him. Let him talk. It, Has that it, been your experience? Yes, because it not only creates blood flow in the brain, but it creates blood flow, blood, blood flow, blood flow in the groin area, and it the it, other boy. brain. Some yeah, would say exactly, exactly. So go <laughs> and get the the Gatorade grenade and the. That's uh, a different company blue altogether. Blue melon marshmallow and whatever other flavors <laughs> they have. They are good. Uh, I think you're talking about uh, big energy tears, Dragon Aid, Dub Sludge, Push and Punch, Galaxy Grenade. Go check those out. Those are fantastic flavors you can get over there. Dude, and that's what you'll <laughs> nickname your junk is Push and Punch. Like, that's gonna, like nickname your junk that after you've been drinking that. Uh, I hope not. He's got a point. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> you want a little bit of this push and punch? Yeah. Yeah. Dubby dot GG no. slash super gamer yeah. voice. No, not slash superheroes. There's links. To find the link in the description. It's there. And then you can use our code SGB, please. All right. Let's move on. All right, this I, is the part of the show, Adrian and JJ, where I ask you guys what you're playing. So, JJ, you've been gone a while. I'm sure you've played plenty of video games. So, what you playing? Yeah. So, I've been playing High on Life. That's right, the game right. that is but Justin Roiland, yep, the guy who the, created Rick and Morty. The new, and talked the, about, the new uh, 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 Little Nightmares. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm going to be playing this for the next couple of years, at least. Yeah. At least. Uh, it's, you, you, you must not have listened to last week's episode at all. Either, are you talking about uh, 
heavyweight boxing champion Justin Roiland. Oh, that that sucks. <laughs> Is that the same one? <laughs> yeah, um, same same guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Playing his game, eh? Yeah, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I got to be a hard time. You know I was going to do it. I know, I know. Like the moment you said, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He did some, he did bad stuff. You he know, did some but bad like, stuff. It's fine. It's fine. But he's really funny. No, it's not fine. I, you know, like, no, no, it's not Adrian, fine. It's not fine. It's, it's not, not fine. fine. No, no, no. It's fine that JJ's playing. I'm not oh, saying yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, not okay, saying okay. it's fine. I'm sorry. Justin I misheard you. Now, I'm not admit, condoning anything that Justin Roiland has done. I just want to be ad, very admitted, clear. Admittedly, I have not been able to play that much over the last couple of weeks, but that's been the game that I've gone to uh, here and there a little bit in the evenings. But what I have been doing is I have watched The Last of Us, episode one and two, mm. on HBO Max, and oh my gosh, guys, this is a work of art. Mm-hmm. I know the boys probably talked about this last week. After yes. the first episode, which blasphemers doing that without me here, uh, oh, it was it was perfect. It was exactly what, what it that? needed to be. What doing it without you here? <laughs> You're supposed to like uh, Jada's not here to talk about Last of Us. We can't do it because it's then we have to wait until the season was over. That's oh <laughs> dang! Oh, that hurts. Yeah, here's the wait deal. for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> here's here's the deal about the about this game. Uh, when I heard that Pedro was going to be doing, or Pablo, or whatever his name is, was going to be doing the uh, doing the thing, well, yeah, Pablo Pascual or whatever. Uh, Pedro Pablo Pascual, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! I thought you know the Mandalorian. When the Mandalorian was going to play Joel on this show, I was like, "Oh, dude, he's going to suck. He's like, is he going to wear the mask? Is he going to wear the freaking Mandalorian mask?" Here's the deal: he did such an excellent job. He 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 became Joel yeah. in this thing. He looks apart. He, he sounds abs- apart. Like absolutely. he's Joel. <laughs> absolutely, and I love that the game, or excuse me, I'm sorry, the show is they're doing some things verbatim. You're seeing scene for scene what's happening on the screen. The the this last episode, I don't know if all the episodes are, but this last episode was directed by Neil Druckmann, and yeah. it felt like you were in the game. It, mm-hmm. it literally felt like you were in the game. The way things were framed, uh, the way that they were hiding, the clickers, sounds, and everything else, it felt so realistic to what the game was, the world it created. It's unbelievable. And with Walking Dead going under and, and going off the air, uh, this is the show that I think is going to really take off and have a lot of people following. I feel like it being on HBO Max... It's not going to be able to be out there to a greater audience, unfortunately. I don't. I think people are actually going and getting HBO Max specifically for this program. I know. I know of two people myself that went and got HBO Max just to be able to see this show. You, you say that, JJ, but Game of Thrones was massive, and that was only on HBO. Yeah. So was it? That's that's true. Good point. Yeah. I never watched it myself. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Right. But people, like you were saying, were getting HBO just to to watch just to the watch show. Game of Thrones. So sure, sure. The same could be true for this one. I think, especially with like as the hype gets bigger and better, bigger about around it too. Like I think people people are gonna realize, like, wait a second, like we gotta we gotta check this out. Like non gamers, I mean, like right people, like it's. I mean, it already is. It's like hitting like mainstream hard. So 
It's cool. It's awesome to see. I'm loving it. <laughs> um, well, JJ, you didn't play any games, but uh, Adrian, what you playing? <laughs> I, uh, with now the Persona trilogy finally being complete and free from Sony platforms, uh, I have started, I think I said this last week, but if I did, I'm still, um, you know, ch- chipping away little bit by little bit persona 5 royal uh so i've played the original persona 5 had a great time with it never got the chance to get around to playing 5 royal so this is going to be my first playthrough content stuff right right um the for those who aren't familiar the persona games they do their initial release and then a couple years down the line, they'll come out with basically a, a director's cut, like a DX version of it, which has a whole bunch of new content. Sometimes they make major changes to the storyline from things that didn't work the first time to try to make things work. Uh, you know, new bosses, dungeons, all that different kind of stuff. So this is that for Persona 5. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, it's it's easy to say, well, I already like, you know, I'm liking it so far because I love the first one. It's basically, you know, the same formula. So that's where i'm at nice that's mm-hmm. awesome i i know i now that they're on game pass uh i saw it pop up on my pc and i'm like do i play these games now like, do i do them. this do i bite the bullet and now if i was should i start with three five four oh you think i should start not three i would say go four five three and that's not an, an indicator of, of quality. Um, that's because four is going to be your gateway drug. Okay. Five is going to be, you can see the, the series potential. Right. And then three, you'll be able to go back and appreciate more because you understand the formula and you understand how the game works. So you'll be able to put up with a more primitive version of it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, it got me excited. Now that's just on more. Pl- I mean, I could always play it because I have a PlayStation, but I actually so I had five Royal uh, because Zetch gave it to me. He had like he had it. He's like, hey, I bought this and I never touched it. And I always wanted to play it. But I just don't have any use for it. So he's like, do you want it? I'm like, sure. So I took it. But there then was no my- way he has eight kids. He, there's no way he was going to play that game. <laughs> it's 100 yeah. hours. <laughs> uh, but then, Yeah, exactly. Um, but then I. Uh, I got a PS5 and no disc drive in it. And so I, I traded that in when I got the PS5 so I could buy other stuff. Um, so I'm like, oh, well, how am I going to play this? I don't really want to buy it again. It's, I know it's always on sale and stuff, but now that it's on Game Pass, I'm stoked. So Do it. Go Do check it. it out. Um, all right. Well, I the only thing I've been playing is Chrono Trigger. And I am this close to finishing it. I think I'm in the... Um, so according to the walkthrough I'm using, uh, I think the the last time I checked, because I, I don't use it the walkthrough all the time. The last time I checked, I think I was in chapter 18 out of 19 or like 17 out of 18. I'm on like the second to last. Getting your butt kicked? Uh, there's just a couple boss fights where it's like there's a very very specific strat where once you know that it's easy. Mm-hmm. but when you don't know it you get your butt kicked and so like i looked up the strategy and they're like oh that that's and i did the boss fight i'm like that was way too easy like i just destroyed them but like without it i was like why can i not figure this out i was getting so ticked <laughs> off trial and error baby 
Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's just getting down to the wire. I was like, I need to finish this thing. So I'm like, every time there's a boss fight, I'm just like, what's the guide? Give me a strategy so I can just get through it. Um, but I, I'm surprised how much I am enjoying the game for just being an old game. But it's definitely still like an old game. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because it's our book club game. But I do just want to share like it is I'm surprised actually at how entertained I've been with it. Um, it's, it's just been a lot of things that have kind of um, exceeded expectations. So, yeah, I'll leave it at that and make sure to tune into our book club at the end of the month or the beginning of next month, probably uh, <laughs> for uh, we'll figure for, it out to hear our thoughts on on Chrono Trigger. All right. Well, that is it for the show this week. Um, JJ's falling asleep, so it's time to wrap this bad boy up. I closed uh, my eyes once. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you um, who have stuck around with us for the long haul and uh, listen to us on podcast services, watch us on YouTube, watch us live on here at uh, twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys. Uh, if you can, please go share it with a friend. Uh, like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we... Uh, see the numbers, we see what's going on, and there's been some growth, but it's just, it's slow. And we know that's just always, unless we really like, you know, catch lightning in a bottle here, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be slow go, but uh, that could be very much helped by all of you going out and just sharing it with a couple people. We'd appreciate it. Um, send them the YouTube link, uh, send them the podcast link, whatever it is. Uh, we're on all podcast services, so you can find us everywhere, Spotify, Apple, um, yeah, anything I can't think of anymore, but I know there's a lot more that people use, so check it out. We're over there. And uh, if you want to support us more and you're thinking, hey, I like what you make and I want to help you make more cool stuff, go ahead and support us at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Starting at a buck a month. Get some cool stuff. Shoutouts on the show. Be part of the show. Whatever it is, think about checking that out if you want to get episodes early and ad-free. SGBstore.com. Keep an eye out on it. Things are going to be changing soon. Adrian made some sick designs. And uh, that's all boy. you're going to hear about that. Yep. And that's that. Uh, you can also support us over at W.GG. Use our code SGB. Get 10% off. Help the show out. Uh, rate and review us, please. We haven't gotten reviews in a long time on like Spotify and Apple Music. They both have review systems. So go over there, Spotify and Apple Music. Leave some five-star reviews. We'd appreciate it. Uh, and even write something. I know on Apple, you can actually write a review. So leave some fun feedback. That would be fantastic. Um, and uh, on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're liking the videos. All of that helps. Commenting on the videos is huge. Shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on the show. You can find them over on Apple Music and Spotify. Links in the show description below. You can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I am on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang. And Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at homeboy. And JJ, where can they find you at? And you guys can always find me on Twitter at JJ Purdom. And of course, you can find me at Suplex City Pod on Twitter. Uh, the Suplex City Wrestling Podcast, the podcast that is produced by the Super Gamer Boys each and every week. It drops every Monday on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash at Suplex City Pod and all of your podcast apps. Check it out. Uh, all right. That's all I got for the show. Go ahead, all take right. it away. For Adrian Homeboy Holmes, for Garrett Morlang, and for my fallen asleep ass. JJ Purdom. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop. 
Night night, JJ. Night night. You want to Bye, boys. Go to Bye. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep, little JJ. <laughs> so. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.